And welcome back to the Reserves Podcast. In person, Cobb, COVID finished. Yep. Kobe's next. Yep. When out, when out well, the, the thing is, the thing is, still don't have COVID. Went out on the weekend, but you were you were, you were tagged heavily. Yeah, tagged so heavily. He openly. So if you get if you get COVID, somebody else is getting COVID too. And and, and openly trying to you know put his mouths on other people as well, trying to get the virus. Um, that was your antics on Saturday night. That was actually that was. <laughs> That's yep. disgusting. Genuinely. Just sharing love. Yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah, and then he won. And really aiming in on one particular person. All the boys. And just, and just being unsuccessful. Oh, so. he tried to kiss me. Yeah. I think he did kiss me. Dude, what's wrong with that? I, mm, no. What do you mean? When you no. are. What, you kiss your dad, but you won't kiss me? Correct. Yeah. Mm. Exactly Typical. Right. You're coming at me, just alcohol <laughs> fueled. Like, yeah. And I'm just Incoherent. Like, no. but the thing I love, Dill, is that um, ever since we started this pod, we've been a part of a journey. All right, so um, Dill, like you've been known to being quite injury prone over your time, correct? Yeah. Like, what what kind of what kind of injuries have you gone through personally over your journey? The ACL and then hammies are no good. Yeah, 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 yeah and, and myself as well. Like being shot down consistently at Swanath. Snipers um, in in the, in the yeah. scoreboard. Like I went with Jared Hayes and we actually looked through the um, the deck at Swanath and you can actually see some like bit of skin of my hamstrings <laughs> in the back pocket there. But um, I'm just over the moon to get hear to the, it to hear that. Kobe has now joined such a fraternity of ours that yeah, you in- did your hammy again. injury just plagues his footballing ability thus far. And um, your career at Swanaf is becoming more around your off-field antics and your behaviour after the sun goes down. Well, if you can't perform on the field, you may as well perform off the field. Absolutely. Started like a house on fire. Yep. Just took Melville to the cleaners yeah. in the first 15. Yeah. And then, bang, sniper got me again. Uh, yeah. May have come back too early. Maybe. Maybe. All I'm going to say is you should save your money and just listen to me. Yeah. 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 I won't be able to rub it. Actually, I could rub it. No, save you know money. what really hurts? We've got the buy this week. Yeah, I know. So when you said this should to have me. just waited. Idiot. I just wanted to win. I just wanted yeah. to be a part of it. And you did. And then when the song was being done, you're the only person not in a Swan F jersey. You're wearing your own fucking jumper. You idiot. It got cold. <laughs> it was chilly. It was chilly. Yeah. It was chilly. It was really hard watching that game on Saturday, by oh. the way. One of the worst games I've ever seen. You know what? Life. We won. Yes, yeah, you that's won. correct. Mm. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. It does matter. The club rooms survive arson another week. <laughs> <laughs> no one got glassed on the field. Right. All right, let's start off with the people's voice. Got a couple here today. <clears throat> this one comes from Matt Sarich. He goes, for someone who supports the umpires, Cobbers has a strange way of showing it. <laughs> <laughs> were you handling abuse on the weekend, were you? No, I think it's been mistaken. I was after the Melville guys on Saturday, and Melville guys wear green. So You're I think it's been, um, it's been confused a fair bit. <laughs> You're a liar. Just remember hey, Melbourne, that, hey Matt, Matt, just remember that fine that I said on Thursday. I supported you. Don't turn your back on me. I'll come after you. Shit. Yeah. What's your Shit, Cobe. Cop that ball user. And actually, oh, it's actually amazing how, to be fair, Swan F winning the game on Saturday with only 7-8 because Matt Sarich didn't play. Oh. oh, bang, yeah. Come after me again, son. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit, son. Let's got it. All right, this one comes from Jacko. He goes, have Jacko's junkies earned elite status in the fantasy Moine? Oh, I think Jacko just needs to calm down. So let, I, I had a look at the stats. And yes, for people asking what the hell's fantasy Moine, that is the name of one of our fantasy football Prestigiously. Groups. Yes, it is. It is. Um, With a possible second tier. I'm going to get to it. Oh, sorry. Um, oh, shut up, Cody. <laughs> Fancy Moine, Fantasy Moine. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
looked up the stats. Yeah, what's Jacko, a moin? <laughs> Jacko is 17th ranked total points <laughs> yeah. and currently 10th in win-loss. So it wouldn't say a part of the elite category. Hey. But as Kobe said, and I was going to segue into this. You know what? Jacko needs a win. Give it to him. <laughs> um, Gavin Munt. The trusted, the mm. trusted commissioner of our league. Yep, hard we job. Flirted, I don't know about trusted. <laughs> hard job. <laughs> we have flirted ideas of creating a twos competition, potentially being called Fantasy a Handy. <laughs> care to explain? Deal. <laughs> care to explain? Oh, this is great. Elaborate, please. And, and the way we're going to work, we're going to go full Premier League. Style. Yeah, good. So we have currently twenty in Fantasy and Moyne, and we're going to get. Um, we're going to get 12, possibly, for Fantasy Handy. handy. Yeah. And each year, we're going to have them going simultaneously, both yeah, for cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the f- bottom three um, in the top league drop the next year, and the top three come up. No, I reckon it's top so four. Go top four. Top, uh, top three or four, but because yeah. there's 20 in our league now, sure. that will have to... Even out, ah, sure, so I'm like, sure. the, so like the first year of fantasy are handy. There'd be no promotion, sure, because you need to get those three. Now. Yeah, yeah, completely understand. Um, it's very handy, but yeah. obviously, it's midway through. <laughs> it's midway through twenty twenty two, so it's a bit early for promo. But if this has perked your ears and want to join, it's going to be one of the most prestigious fantasy leagues in Perth. Yep. And then and eventually, C grade will come into it. Yep, hundred percent correct. Mm. Yep, fantasy a kiss. <laughs> Or fantasy a toe fetish. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's that's brutal. See what happens when we're back in person. Oh, like, something, something golden shower. <laughs> uh, this one's from Cam Hughes. <laughs> Here we go. It's time. It's time travel real. Because I saw number twenty six for Swan at time travel back to twenty seventeen. <laughs> oh, big fella got best on ground. Oh, we saw. Wasn't he glim- happy about it? We saw some glimpses of the. Uh, the, uh, the game that camera. got dropped by Maka just to almost win the league. Best <laughs> yep. and fairest still. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was good. The man who always gets voted in his own club, best and fairest, outside the top 20, but inside the top five <laughs> in the association. It is interesting, isn't so it? So it is humorous. Is it his presence? Yes. 100%. I think his, I think his social presence is quite quite big as well. What, see, what I've really missed is the pack going up, Big set of feet to stay on the ground, yeah. and and then just clunk, yeah. but then holds yep. to say this was mine. But yep. pe- but people sit there and they go, oh, that's the that's the guy on TikTok. That's the guy who. That's the Duke. That's the Duke. That's the journeyman from Twitter. Right, they know who the big Duke is. All right, so I reckon he gets more votes just for his stature than his yeah. actual ability. But well done on Duke's on the weekend. Good game. Uh, Kane Sarich goes since the hundredth episode is approaching. Oh, shit. In two episodes time. It is. Oh, shit, it is two episodes time. Fuck when mate. is the Sarich versus Mason academic decathlon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's three on three, isn't no, it? No, yeah, we've been wow. We've, we've been meaning yeah. to tee this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We might, um, I don't have eighteen microphones. That's fair. <laughs> to sit down here. <laughs> also, <laughs> unfortunately, I don't know how old Maddie will go. No, Matt's smart. Oh. Well, maybe unless we just do, do it. Unless we, we get just, um, unless we just turn it into an all-in brawl and we win. Well, I, reckon, I reckon. I reckon you go. I reckon you go. Oldest versus oldest, yeah. middle v middle. Yeah. So if you're going, could you imagine though if like we're doing the decathlon and it got out of hand and it turned in all in brawl and it'll just be three versus two because Matt Sarich would be irrelevant in the yeah. fight. Yeah. Could you imagine? Yeah, imagine that. I reckon <laughs> Tyler just whacks him. <laughs> so I think takes we'll, out his kneecaps. I reckon it's time. Like obviously we put our little promo regarding questions for the pod, but I reckon we 
got two two weeks into our hundredth episode. We have to sort something. We need to eight or something out. Give the people what they want as well. Yeah. So what and do I'm, you and want? I'm and I'm pitching. Someone with, said three hour epic. <laughs> three hour epic of just us sitting here watching Stranger <laughs> <Yeah>. Things. <laughs> and then what people what people actually forgotten this whole time is that there actually has been no change at all on this podcast since we began. I, I changed the intro once. No, no, no. Like we've had Elmac on here the whole time. He just hasn't said anything. <laughs> So he might just uh, make sure he's here. Like we'll just turn his microphone on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he didn't speak early doors. So yeah, hey, we're uh, ninety-eight episodes in. Uh, Hope he's enjoyed it. Uh, Speaking oh, of best and fairest leaders, who? There's one. Yeah, he played well yes, on the weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Played very well. Why? Yeah. What do you mean speaking of best and fairest? Oh, I don't know. Well, I just had you, to say you, something you, nice about him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next one here. Casey Vander, who are your boys in the AFL? Not boys. necessarily the best players, but the ones you like. Oh, that's a good question. So if you're like, that's my boy. Uh, Michael Frederick. Okay. No, come oh, I've on. claimed him. No, Why he's not mean? from your team, man. Oh, not from my team. Well, obviously, because you like everyone from your own team, except for Jackson oh, Nelson. Come on, mate. <laughs> my boy. Oh, that's a good do. Gil? You got I, one? I do love... A bit of James Sicily. Okay. Yeah. A bit of James Sicily. I, I can't. Yeah. I, I've always been a track fan, even when he was getting yeah. hampered early yeah. doors as a half forward. Love track. Just mm. big beast boy. Cripper. I've expressed my love for yep, Cripper. Cripper. Um, what about. Can, can we think. Can someone think of a. I've got I a new one I coming through. Sicily was a bit rogue. I've got a new one coming through. Mm. Like, not even his footballing ability, just his sexual presence on the football field. Sexual presence. Charlie Kerno. This has gone to a... Yeah. Something about gone, Charlie Kerno. This pot is going places we didn't think it would yeah. go. No, but like, I like Ch- Charlie, it. Charlie Kerno, just like, you go, so many question marks on you, and now you're just starting to deliver a bit. Your shoulder's starting to fill out a bit. Athletically, you've got a fair bit. He's done a few post-game leading, presses. Leading bit, the common a, medal by five. Yeah, got a little bit of a little bit of verbal tap as well. So I like how he operates. I'm going to go for a quick opposite one. And now we've, we've actually spoken on this pod who we hate. Four. I've got a new one to add. Sorry, I am in love with Doc. That's a oh, that, That's a good call. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. I've got a new one to add for the dislikes, but okay. it's not more of a dislike because of personality. So he's not your boy. What would he be? He's a tosser. Okay. Okay. Cool. Mm. So I will never watch Ooh. a game of Port Adelaide ever again as long as Zach Butters takes the football field. Oh, he's a gremlin. If the Eagles, <laughs> he's if, a reptile. Is what he is. If I hate him. In eight years, the Eagles make the grand final. And play Port Adelaide, and Zach Butters is the number one midfielder in the comp. I will not watch the grand final. <laughs> I hate Zach Butters. You have heard wow. this here. So West Coast make their next grand final in 2050, and Zach Butters is 50 mm. years of age. No, no, I said eight years. In eight it's going to be so 2030. It's going to be 50. 2030. Mm. Zach I've Butters will be 30. Never been a big fan of Trent Cotchen. Okay, who is? That's an interesting one. Brownlow medalist Trent Cotron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um can't even win a Brownlow properly. But that's all right. You know, this <laughs> this makes me a bit sick. I can't believe this. I've never been a Rory Sloan fan. Really? Yeah, oh, never liked him. Hayden, really? never really you liked just him. Give the people. Well, I'm just saying. I'm allowed to have my opinion. Wait, can I? Every can, opportunity. You said Trent Cotron, who's a Brownlow medalist, you mark. Pre- three-time Premiership captain. Fuckhead. Wait, oh. can I cross sports for a second? Sure. I've got Thanks, someone, Casey, for the question, by the yeah, way. Yeah, great She's question. Up I've nice got dialogue. someone that I. Everyone loves this guy. Liz Cambridge. But <laughs> no one likes it. No her. one likes it. Basketball, though. Mm. Someone that I don't really like. Now, I don't hate, but I don't get. I don't Reggie really Bullock. like. Who? Jason Tatum. Clay Thompson. Don't like him. Oh, how can you not Why like Clay? He signed a toaster. Yeah. Yes, Come on, man. I know, but I was, I was not a fan of the whole sit 
on your own, towel on your head while coming back from injury, crying on the bench thing. Like That's one not, instance. I'm, I'm sure you'd be pretty devastated. Like Kobe was doing the exact same thing. After and I was telling you to shut up. I was very rude. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah not, the huge, not the biggest Clay Thompson fan. Bit of a weird unit too, which I don't mind, but come on. It's all about you. Well, you seem on. to be the only person on earth that likes Novak. Oh, yeah, you actually that. are. That's you fun. actually are the only yeah. human being. Um, I love Novak. I'm on a separate sport as well. Never been a fan of Neymar. Neymar in soccer, mm. you touch him, you touch him, falls over. Sack Can we shit. also say, just while we quickly mention Novak, mm. French Open is currently going. We'll, we'll wait because not really much to talk Didn't about. Didn't know Nadal was playing for Australia. Yeah. Unbelievable, yeah. However, um, he's literally wearing black and gold. Oh, sorry, gold like black, and um, Yellow green. and green. Yeah. Like genuinely the yellow. Like and green. Davis Cup colours. Yeah, you would think he's Australian. 10, bit on Bondi. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Nadal and Djokovic are about to play off in the quarterfinals. Yeah, what strange a farce. Day. Yeah. But, hey. This is what it is. Seedings, eh? Yeah. Mm. Uh, and then the last question from the people's voice. It what is, do we think about Wimbledon, just quietly? Uh, yeah, it's an exhibition now. No yeah, points lost its awarded. rankings points. Strange, yeah, I, I, no, but I, I said in one of our previous pods, you can't ban people who are openly objectifying to the war and ban them because of their flag. It's dumb, and they probably deserve to lose the points. Um, yeah, from Smoky Doors. Is it daylight between the likely All-Australian... Win- win- Start again, brother. Start again. Take a breath. Take a breath. <laughs> You're right. Luke, Luke is out of the playoffs now. Luke is right, out of the so. playoffs. Deal. You're all right. Yeah, you got this. Can I have some food to start eating in the microphone for Ben Palmy? <laughs> is it daylight between the likely all Australian wingers, Langdon and McCluggage? Or is it not sewn up yet? Josh Dacos, Blake Akers, Carl Amon are putting together good seasons. Amon just got dropped two weeks ago. Yep. But nowhere near the standard of the top two. Really interesting um, from Tom Dawes. Like, Tommy Dawes and I seem to see football in a similar way at times. And we've always rated Ed Langdon as a winger. And you two on this pod when he first went to Melbourne. And I mentioned him in the All-Australian 40. You guys scoffed at me. That was, so at, you the, guys... that was at the time. Can I also he say? Left free I said he was underrated. Can yeah, I yeah, also say? Yes. We weren't doing the pod when he went to Melbourne. No, no, no. So I don't know who you were talking year, to. Last year, I said Ed Langdon is a very underrated footballer playing as a wingman for Melbourne, and wingman. you guys wingman. slammed him. Wingman. 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 Walk but, one. Oh, there's every chance we get this All-Australian team and we've just got Jack McRae on the wing, isn't it? I'll yeah, also to say right now, if McCluggage had never got injured, mm. never did his string, I would agree. Yeah. I, but he has. Well, so my, my, my bloody smoky All-Australian was Justin McInerney, who they don't want to f- give the ball to, so yeah. there goes that. Um. I think still side bottoms. Like, I don't think he's been playing the best football, but he's been playing consistent wing. Dacos probably been a bit more impactful in that role. Um, trying to think of anyone else. Patrick Nash. Shut up. Don't say that. He plays for opposition. Well, what, is, what are your thoughts on uh, his, his suggestion for Blake Akers? Oh, I think he's 100%. Yep. It, the worst thing is that... That's someone from my own team that I didn't like yeah. he's had this a, year. He has had a fantastic season. Piss um, off Maggie, you dog. Said. She's a cat. Dog, your dog cat. But the worst thing, <laughs> cat dog. Do you think? I really do hope. If, I don't think this is going to be the perfect time for the All Australian team that when it gets read out to actually have full blown wingers. Like I could argue five years ago that the wing role it was there, but it wasn't like hugely relevant. But almost Melbourne's resurgence last year has made it really apparent. So Egg Langdon, I don't think Dacos probably gets in there, but Acres certainly. Um, yeah, so to see those guys in the Australian 40 would be fantastic, and then even a step further in the Australian 22 would be ideal. But does that mean, like, here we go, randomly, just going to speak randomly, who would be your All-Australian midfield at the moment? Patrick oh, Cripps is God. in there. Oliver. Oliver. Andy Brayshaw. Would you say, Dill? Mm, 
Callum Mills. I think you'd go, yeah, before the big horse wanted to play him as a goalkeeper. Yeah, that was Didn't weird. know the Champions League was Friday night. They yeah, were playing yeah. Liverpool, apparently, with four goalkeepers. Um, um, but no, all Australian mid, you got Paddy Cripps, even though he's been a bit quiet. I think Oliver, yeah. yeah. I think but the reason why I ask this is... We're going to rattle off six, seven, eight names that should be in there. Like Lockie Neal should be in there. You could argue. Yep. Uh, yep, that's right. So are you Bailey Smith? Will the yeah Bailey Smith perfect one? Are we willing to forego, you know, big names for the sake of playing Langdon well, and Akers on a wing? I've always said we should. We should, but they won't. And they Bob's never Pelly more than happy to play forward because he has been playing forward. Even for Bailey the Smith, who has for sure. technically got forward status in fantasy. DPP. If they've got DPP, I have no issue in them <laughs> being forwards in the All-Australian team. But that's team. why like, when we make our All-Australian teams, I still put Wingman on there because I want to put Wingman on there. Like Ed Langdon, like, And we said it last year, technically Ed Langdon should be a walk-up because he's one of the only players that plays wing well in the comp. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Proper, just wing. Yep. You know, no McRae on the wing, head tilt sort of stuff. So... No, it's a good question. I think Gaffy's up there too. No, he's not. Oh. Not anymore. Not anymore. When they were actually giving out wing oh, yeah. awards. Like a Whitfield one as well. Yeah. As well, a couple of years ago. When they were like when he was playing good footy and he could have actually got a wing award rather than just them chucking mm. you know, a dusty on the wing. Yes. He could have, but not. But it's funny, they say a lot of them even just play as high half forwards as wingers nowadays anyway. Like yeah. your dogs do that. So Yeah. Interesting. Very nice. People's voice, thank you. Really good they were meaty questions. Yeah, they were. They yeah. were meaty. And even though the fantasy one about Jacko's team being trash wasn't meaty, I was able to create some meat. You were like, one, as well. One, one thing we've Very always meaty. been... I like meaty questions. One thing we've been great at this pod Not is... Not questions. Even meaty. things that don't... Have des- we really been good at anything? Well, you think about it. Things that don't deserve the light of day, i.e. Jacko's question, we give it its <laughs> due. <laughs> so... <laughs> Alrighty. Moving on. Uh, we're going to rapid fire through a couple of topics. First one. Champions League uh, Saturday night. Yep. Sunday, Sunday morning. morning. Yep. Um, Real Madrid versus Liverpool. Liverpool yep. lose one nil after yep. having twenty three shots nine on target yep. to four. Courtois, Courtois, absolutely fantastic. I didn't watch the game. Three a.m. post hippie session. Post hippie, well. not happening. Could have, st- and I had to go to church the next morning. Oh yuck! Well. Really? Yep. How, you How did that go, deal? Did it fall down from the <laughs> smell of the <laughs> whatever, good, whatever you were fl- bloody drinking? I was flying. Mate. Did you have um? Did you have some communion to get your? Stomach going again? Yeah, I was hungry. I wanted some. I went out for seconds. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> anyway um, Dylan, you've already been up here. Well, I'm so, hungry. I love you, Jesus. So <laughs> Can I tip it in the wine this time? I, <laughs> I watched the highlights, and that's one of the first highlight packages where it's been 85% goalkeeper highlights. Yeah. He played. Did they give out a man of the match? He was man of the match. He had to be man of the match, yep. yeah. So yep. that was insane. Um, Liverpool, would you say, bottled it then? 24 oh. shots to four? How many times? Don't look at me. I have no idea. I don't even know what the score it's was. It's almost like the goalkeeper curse for Liverpool. A few years ago, I think it was their first Champions League final oh, against Real Madrid, and, and Callas completely fucked the game for him. And um, and then you get an instance like tonight, oh, sorry, oh, sorry, Sunday morning, um, where Courtois just plays out of his absolute skin. Um, and Liverpool are arguably one of the best attacking teams in the world, and they couldn't penetrate. So, fuck, any other day you play that with the stat- stats in line, like what 28 shots or whatever it was, mm-hmm. Liverpool win that game. They yeah. get one past, you yeah. know, maybe two. So, finals are funny games, yeah. and Real Madrid win yet again their fourteenth Champions League. It's yeah. unbelievable. So here's a question: One of our um, good friends of the pod, Ben Stockton, he was sort of ranting in a in a chat today just about some Liverpool hate because he's a Liverpool fan. Yep. Um, so obviously they they lost the league by one point. Yep. They just came second in the Champions League, won the FA Cup, 
and the League Cup, and they're getting absolutely torched right now. Um, absolutely torched, you know, all over social media, everything, you know, Liverpool, this, this, and that. Is what is there? Like, it's crazy to think because if this was another team, you'd be like, "What are you talking about?" Is what they achieved this season is that enough? For oh, well, this argument we had a little while ago around um, what you'd be happy with at the end. Yeah, if you said start of the season, Liverpool, you finish second by a point, you make the Champions League grand final, but you win the two domestic cups that you're in. Well, isn't that technically you would have said that's not a success? But then you go, let's be honest. We were speaking about Tottenham winning the League Cup and finishing seventh in the Premier League, not qualifying for Europe. Completely different point. You're finishing second and you would have won nearly every single league previously if there was no Man City. Make the Champions League grand final. So they've had a better year. You know, you wouldn't take it. You want the league, you want the Champions League, but at least you got there. You were a game away, a couple goals away, a couple points away. Still got the FA Cup, still got the league, but... It's funny, you're there and you get, they're getting ostracised for being there, yeah. but not getting over the hump. But then you've got teams like Man United, you know what I mean, that are equal stature to Liverpool and have been shitting eggs all year. Yeah. So Last Shitting eggs. Shitting eggs. Hard yeah. thing to do as a Not human. giving birth to eggs. Mm. Do, you, do you agree? Do you think it's, it's almost like they're pissing into the wind. Mm. Bit of a frog in a sock. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Um, agreed. Bricklayer in Baghdad. One arm <laughs> Um Do you think Liverpool's had a successful season? Are they being harshly oh, critiqued? Yeah, I think they are. And people just love to sort of shit on Liverpool, um, which I don't really like. I never really understood. Obviously, I'm a late bloomer to the Premier League. And ever since I've started sort of following it, like the whole the thing. APL, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, correct. Hmm. Correct. The European Premier League. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. And they've sort of just like. Had a lot of shit hang on, hung on them since I've sort of been following and um, hadn't won their league for a while. And then they finally won it. They've won a Champions League. They're yeah. winning, but they make one mistake and everyone's on them. So yeah. um, I think, you know, two cups and then finishing pretty close yeah. is enough. But yeah. Well, the big thing for him now, big news coming out of Liverpool over the last couple of days, Sadio Mane is going to leave. Yeah, leave, is, leave that, is that confirmed? Yep. So it's essentially going to leave to buy in for around that 30 million mark. Um, wants a new challenge, wants wants to have a, be in a new environment and set something else up. So, um, yeah, big news coming out of the out of the Klopp, Klopp camp. And another thing, see, Nottingham Forest, Nottingham Forest, promoted. Yes, I saw yeah, there was so a... they're up. So we've got Leeds. I'm back in the Prem. We've got Nottingham. You beauty. Now we just need Sunderland. No. Yep. Never no, back. I hate Sunderland. Holy tomorrow. Um, yeah, good. Buddy, uh, you beauty. Look, have you ever heard of that Bible story of um, you know, Samson and, uh, and Delilah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Well, it's got nothing to do with what I'm doing, so... That's what Cobb's... <laughs> that's always Cobb. His what? things have nothing to do with what we're saying, but he just says them. When? That's just... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> that's such a weird segue. I don't know. I've just gone rogue. Yeah, you got so rogue. We're talking... one arm brick layer and bad day. Yeah. <laughs> Apologies for the fucking... Uh, for our Liverpool fans out there. Alrighty. Deal. Stay with us, mate. What have you just done? Yeah. You've ruined the show. I feel yeah. like Kobe Saturday night. What have I done? <laughs> it was none of that. I knew exactly what I was doing. No, you, no, you weren't. You can't remember. No, anything. you don't. <laughs> Shit. Um, so F1 was on last night. <laughs> what is meant to be one of the most prestigious, biggest... The jewel in the crown. What's the thing? The funnest uh, F1, the Monaco Grand Prix. It's almost the event outside of the event that's drawing. It was it's being in it's the, the only weekend where the qualifying is better than the race. It was pissing down. Yeah. 
And, and um, I thought that was going to make it interesting. Agreed. And yeah. it was relatively early doors. Like you had the whole Gasly in the lower echelon trying to get those intermediate tyres, yeah. which made it interesting and cat and mouse between Red Bull and But then and what about the, delay, the delayed start? What, Just what, go racing, called, boys. Is it called a matrificial matri- or what yeah. are they called? The FIA. FIA. Can we get the other dude back? The Aussie dude? Yeah, he's coming back. Michael Mazzi. He yeah. would have just sent him. He would have sent him. Yeah. He would have sent him off yeah. and he we're would have like, gone, crash, I dare you. We're like, yeah. <laughs> I won't stop it. Toto, we're going racing. We're laying there. Um, no, it's now 10 o'clock, still no racing. Mm. And then the, it was pretty funny though. They put the weather map and they had the track and then they stopped the weather map and it was literally red yeah. over the track. So yeah. it was pretty rainy. But, but they've got super wet tyres for that reason. <laughs> Correct. Mm. And like at one point the rain, you know, obviously it did get into the red red zone, mm. but at one point the rain wasn't even really um, affecting them. No, mm. I think, that, yeah, I but, don't know. It was weird. It was weird. But as as uh, Jeremy Clarkson said on uh, Twitter, if the FIA is so concerned about racing, just cancel F one then. Yeah, mm. about yeah. the safety of it. Mm. Mm. If they're so concerned so, about safety, then I've, don't I've race. Got shout, I've got a shout out. So Zach Rumsey, oh yeah, marathon runner. Um, Marathon runner first, footballer second. Yeah, dog. Uh, he turned around and he ju- he said he jumped on first car to retire, being a Williams. Obviously, that didn't happen, but that was his bet for the day. Um, he then turned around at nine twenty-two. So this is way before it all happened. He goes, was hoping Latifi would spin out on the formation lap, and he fucking Latifi and he almost fucking did. crashed in the formation lap. So he absolutely... He, I'll tell you right he now. He hit the nail on the head with the comment, but unfortunately Latifi went on and If he's die. still in that car next year, I will be severely surprised. And speaking of people who I don't know if they're going to be in a car next year, I don't Danny think, Rick is yeah. sealing his own fate at the moment. Yes, and he it's is. very sad to it watch. Is. Yep. He wouldn't even go to a, a lesser team now than McLaren. Well, the obvious one is him to Alpha Tauri and Gasly into the McLaren. But poor mm. bug. I don't know if I, well, that's the thing. Like, obviously, we don't know him personally, but I don't know if Danny Rick would want that. I don't know I if reckon, he would want that either. You know, I reckon, he's always been someone that's enjoyed rather, racing at big teams. I reckon he'd rather put his feet up in a box at um, at yeah. Optus and just watch the football. But this the is the thing: it's like you can race for the big. Maybe teams. not actually. You Maybe you'd prefer to race. For race for the big I feel teams. Like you'd Danny. want to race, but Danny can't be putting in fucking minour team efforts. The yeah. big team. So you can't have... What did Lando finish? Sixth? Sixth. Sixth. And he finished what? Fucking 15th or something? Well, there's a strong rumour going around that Lando has a severely better car than him at the moment. So... But that's the other thing. Would you be upset if Monaco was removed from the calendar next year? Not as, not as a race. No. No, that's what I was going to say. Like, yeah. like, the cars are too big there, for is, how small the track well, that's is. That's the thing. I was going to say, don't remove Monaco. Can we just fucking change a track? Can well, we? that's the problem though. It's a straight track. No, mm. that's what I mean. Make a track. And they've tried. They've tried bits and pieces to change it, like where barriers are. But well, that's why I just start fresh, mate. Make a tra- make start building. Well, that's start what Vegas, that's Vegas, what Vegas is. Exactly. Vegas is the new Monaco, really. Well, there you yeah. Unfortunately, rest in peace. Mm. Um, we got this far without actually saying who won. Perez first, <laughs> yeah. Science second, Verstappen third, and. Leclerc fourth. And Ferrari, did Ferrari fuck it. Fuck it. Yes, they Absolutely. did. Absolutely. Absolutely, they did. They should have stayed out for longer. They should have listened to Carlos. Carlos. I just... Yeah, he was saying, let's stay out for a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, yes, they got the overcut. Yep. Team said no, come in, and then... The it was out, it was coming out of it, wasn't it? Mm. They the were air. both very angry. Yep. Obviously, we heard Charles. We did hear Charles. He's not usually very animated. Like even no, when, he was not Even happy. when the car broke down in Spain, 
um, he was just sort of like, ah, you know, damn. Happens. Yeah. Happens. But this one was like, y'all fucked up. You guys fucked me up. Yeah. yeah. So Perez gets that uh, made a Monaco Grand Prix win, which is fantastic for Checo. So he's for, was that I his, love Checo. Oh, he's brilliant. He's his he? second win ever. Yep. Is his third win ever? You no, said second. first, you said second. I'm no, pretty no, sure second. You said Maiden Monaco Grand Prix win. That's what mm. I said. Okay. Um, but I think it's good because the previous race felt a bit disgruntled with the team, thinking they were prioritising Verstappen, and yeah. he got his win. Which yeah. is, which is well, needed, so. I'll, I'll lay this stat on you. In the last 10 years at Monaco, there's been an average of 10 overtakes a race. Yeah, that's, that's, that's ridiculous. That's yuck. And it was 77 laps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Paying homage to my boy, Luca, 77. <laughs> To back up that stat, at Miami this year, there was 21 overtakes. So mm. double the overtakes in less laps. What exactly. are we saying, boys? Mm. Give the saying? people what they want. Exactly. Very good. Uh, we're moving on. We're going to do... We're going to switch it. <laughs> Bit of a switchy ditch. Oh. We're doing footy first today. Oh, okay. So... What did you just call it? A switchy ditch. A switchy ditch. We've had the one-armed man from Baghdad. Mm. We've had this is what Cobb does all the time, apparently. Fantasy are handy. Yeah, yeah. And now we're going to switch it. Where are you today? You okay? That was fucking hilarious. (laughs) Fantasy and kiss. Um, (laughs) So we're going to start off with the uh, furthest away and the most controversial, the 50-metre penalty. On Friday. On Friday. The non-50-metre penalty. One question we need to ask, boys. Around the table here. Was it 50, yes or no? I think common sense prevailed, Cobb. Deal. Do I, do I have to give a one-word answer yes. or can I explain? We all go on one words and then we can discuss. No. I sat on the same as you, Deal. No, yep. it was not 50 metres. Okay, now do you want... So we all agree? Yep. There's oh, continuous why did you look at me like that then? <laughs> I look at you however I want to look at you, sir. Now, <laughs> you look the at reason, me like I'm an idiot. The reason for me why it is not is because the 50 metre rule is very inconsistent. Mm. If there was more consistency with the 50-metre rule, I'm almost happy for that to be paid. I think it's been a little bit of a uh, cop-out that there's this whole they went at the same time. The whistle was clearly before the siren, mm. and the dumbass has picked the ball up and booted in the crowd. Mm. Probably should have just been 50 for being a dumbass. Mm. Whether but, you hear it or not is a different question, though, Deal. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying, mate, because the 50-metre rule is so inconsistent. I think I've said it on this pod before. Let's go back to the fucking, um, what do you call it, the sweet disposition days of the 2008. Yep. Mm. Where if you literally, if there was a whistle and you turned to kick the ball, 50, like, yep. come with me. Not saying I prefer that, but I'm just saying, back in the day, that's 50. Mm. But with the inconsistency these days and the bit of a leeway, oh, I didn't hear it, blah, blah, blah. They remind, they ask you four times to give the ball back. Look, it's probably not 50 then. What do you think, Kobe? Oh, I think... Uh... <sighs> Got nothing on it? Heat of the moment. Warner, you know, there's like half a second between the whistle getting blown and him kicking it. Siren goes in between that. The crowd's up and about. They've just won a massive game. They've come back. Mm. Heat of the moment. Common sense prevailed, Cobbly. It did. It was fantastic to see. It was actually refreshing. But then the argument, there were 63 kicks paid that night. Yes, there was. People have been asking, where's the common sense been for the other three kicks? Okay, yeah, so that's a good call. It's an interesting way to look at it. Um, you know, I've, it's I've, oh, the game's always been really hard to have referee and umpire, but now it's almost too too difficult, mm-hmm. I find. Yep. Um, everyone's just ostracising these poor umps. They're doing their absolute best and they're being governed by, you know, I guess powers to be. 
saying they've got to do all these differing decisions on top of what are already the normal laws of the game. So um, the fact that that – can you imagine if Sydney missed out on top four or Richmond missed out on the eight because they lost – you know, it was a draw, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, it was probably Sydney. But, yeah, it's a hard one. But, no, nah, common sense prevailed. Happy with that. Yep. So what about the Walsh incident? A few people saying Walsh should have got a high free kick there. Do we think it was high? Should it have been paid? I'm not sure about what you're talking. He got clipped. He sort of got clipped around the head in like with like two seconds ago. Hmm. You haven't seen. I don't episode. think Carlton had any right to win that game anyway, so it shouldn't matter. Oh, it's a hard one. Letter of the law. Yeah. Guess what? Letter of the law. Same thing with kicking the ball over the boundary. So if the umpire didn't see it, he didn't see it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he can't call what he can't see. So. Of course, a thousand different camera angles that we have nowadays, everyone's going to be able to get a point where a fingernail touched someone's shoulder or someone's face. Yep. So, umpire didn't see it, no free kick. Yeah, agree. Yep. Uh, Kobe, flag mantle. Flag mantle back, baby. Now, you watched the game back yesterday because you didn't see it on Saturday? I watched the second half. No point in watching the first half. No, 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 no. This is why I hate these supporters. These Fremantle supporters... Because they heard that the, the second, they heard Phil, <laughs> that the second second half was fantastic. No, be a true supporter. Watch the whole fucking game back. Live through the dire moments of what was that second quarter, and then be able to realise that coming out of half time to produce what you did in the third quarter is nothing short of a fucking it's a fucking miracle. Hayden. So to ever live all through that, you've just cheated your own team. Hayden, how about the you? Best just, win you've had in ten years. How about you just settle down? No, I'm not pal. having a deal. Not having it. Settle down. Not having it. I didn't have time to watch the full game. That's your fault. Because I wanted to watch Stranger Things. I've got more important things <laughs> to do. <laughs> Alright. Fucking get this bloke off the mic, Dylan. Motherfucker. Um but, So what do you make of it? Second half, the only thing that you watched. <laughs> I have never seen a team. Take so many contested marks mm. and so many intercept marks in one half. Yep. And that's not me taking the piss. Mm, I couldn't agree they more. They are so structurally defensively sound mm. and it is a credit to Justin Longmuir. Oh, he credited Josh Carr as well for me. And I'll tell you right now, Simon Goodwin, Premiership coach. Dylan. Whoa, whoa. Dylan, Dylan, you're ruining my monologue. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a monorail from the Simpsons. <laughs> Simon Goodwin, Premiership coach. Justin Longmuir outcoached him in the second half. Yep. And I think, I don't know where it's come from, but the move to put Griff Logue in the forward line as an extra option mm. to try and stop Stephen May, even though he got knocked out, mm. inspired. Yep. I think the key thing was, so... Also, it helped that Petraka was sick and was like half a shell of himself, but that's okay. Lowest disposals in his career. Yeah. Ten so touches. The thing is, is that... Well, Never going to take away. So Fremantle, that is probably the best game I've seen them play for some time. And that's come- our best win since beating Geelong and Geelong. Yep, agreed. And that's only a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, so, so, that's- <laughs> oh no, sorry, I meant the, oh, the finals one back in oh, but, 2013. Sorry. Yeah, no. Well, that's another point that I brought up. What? We've beaten Geelong and Geelong. We've beaten Melbourne in in Melbourne. Yep. We've beaten Carlton at home. Yep. We need to beat Brisbane this week, and then I will believe. 
Oh, for sure. I and they're not playing that good footy at the moment, Brisbane. No, they are not. But Brisbane seemed to have really liked coming over here and yeah. absolutely flogging us. So um, we'll see. It has been confirmed. Fife is going to play this weekend. It just depends, Waffle or AFL. As well. I heard a very strong rumour today he will be playing against Subi. Ah, mm. interesting. Why at Subi? He'll be playing against Subi. Oh, in yeah, the, right. In the yeah. WAFL. I Copy. think so as well. But that was a, one of the best games where Lobs played. Oh, by far. He was by far. outstanding. It helped that probably Alex Pierce played his best game of the season. Yep. Rory Lobb played his best game of the season. You need your most important players. Even to Griff play Logue played his best game he of the season. Really out well. of position. Um, but the one thing I will say in defend Melbourne, no Langdon, no Stephen May for three quarters. You had Emily, oh, still obviously missing Salem. Christian Petraka, sick. So usually what happens is. Petraka or Oliver get hot. Yeah. You tag one and the other yeah. one gets off the chain. Well, Petraka not feeling well. Um, it's down to that little argument. Yep, you beat him in Melbourne, but, but so good one in the crew. They're going to look back at that game. But you know what? In six to eight weeks, when you look mm. back, you don't remember all of that, do you? No, exactly. When you get to September, it's a completely different ball game. Yep. So, been saying that same thing with Fremantle. Fremantle, no five. If we're beating the teams around us and we get to the finals, yep. Who knows? Ladder position may not. Count for much. Who knows? Who knows? Anyone can win it this year. From that is what happened to the Dogs in 2016. I'm just yep. saying, finished seventh, but they'd beaten yep. all the teams inside the eight. Everyone with them. forgets Bulldogs finished fifth last year and made the grand final. And they were in it up to their eyeballs until five a minute to go in the third. Flagman was possibly real. So I don't want to um, believe. Any other highlights from the weekend for you, Dil? Football was Collingwood Carlton was a ripper. Collingwood Carlton was a ripper. Jacob Wiedemann out. Does that hurt really? Other, other than it does, absolutely. It other than the hurt. Dockers in Melbourne. Other than Friday night's game and then the game on Sunday. Yeah. Bit of a shit weekend for footy. Well, let's, let's be fair. No one's really talking about it, but Gold Coast. Pumped Hawthorne up pumped in Hawthorne, Darwin. Pumped Hawthorne, smashed them up in Darwin. They've got a big... Oh, I can't remember who they play this week, but a big test... Oh, sorry, North Melbourne this week. They need to beat North Melbourne and do them comfortably. Yep. Comfortable. Which I really think they will. Um, They've got a pretty easy run home. Could they pinch eighth? Yeah, I look at all the teams ahead of them. I don't think they're better than Collingwood. I don't think they're better than Port. But you look at their run. The teams ahead of them are just the teams in the eight right now. If the eight didn't move from there, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, likewise. So, yeah. Nah, it's so hard for them to get in the eight. We never know. Like Charles playing really good footy. Wits has been fantastic. Their midfield brigade's been really, really Rouse good. Rouse's been really good. Rouse, mm, God. Did he play on the weekend? He did. What did he, he get? Got Thirteen disposals this time. Uh-huh. Eight tackles again. See, that's my boy. No marks again. <laughs> that's my boy. That's our boy. Still got him in fantasy deal. Yeah. Oh no. Oh deal. That hurts, um, mate. But no, I'll... he wouldn't even be five hundred k anymore, would he? Yeah, he is. Yeah. My boy, he's, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's holding. Me. He's holding on. Um, I'm going to end with a statement, and I want you to say whether you disagree with the statement or not. Hit me. As of this moment, round eleven, round twelve coming up. Pre buys. Nick Martin is the rising star <laughs> with a what's it called daylight between him and Nick Dacos. Mm, I would also Dacos, throw John Newcomb in there. Dacos has. Been great. Trust me, he's been great. But all the hype was there and the hype has continued. Nick Martin is, and I'm going to get maybe a little bit controversial here, playing an actual influential role for Essendon while they've been bad. However, Nick Dacos, especially early, I feel like was just racking up touches. He's been great. But I think Nick Martin has been more influential than Nick Dacos has. Well, I think we can all agree you can take out Horn Francis and Rochelle now from that Correct. conversation. And this is actually really benefit. This 
you know, it'd be great if Nick Mart. I actually agree with you here, Dil. Oh, very rare. Um, but it's an argument for the mature age pick, isn't it? Raising the draft age. You're getting Dacos. This is just, I'm not agreeing saying this is what should happen, but rookies notoriously, they play their first year and then by the end of it, they're pretty tired. Young players towards the end of the year haven't really done a proper pre-season yet. Nick Martin's, what, 20-something? I think he's... Only 21, 22. 21, 22, but he's had a couple of pre-seasons under his belt. When he does play AFL He's not 18 is what the point you're making. And um, he's able to hit the ground running straight away in AFL footy and he hasn't missed a beat. So you you even look at like now this is a very condensed scenario, but what sure. you're talking about, you look at a couple of players that played very early this year mm. as youngs. You got Jake Saligo from Adelaide. Yep. First game he had four touches. Second game came as a medic sub as two touches. For sure. Was banished to the Sandful. Yep. He then played ten straight games in the Sandful. Has come back and looked good. Mm. You look at Mitch Owens. From St Kilda. I'm not sure if he played one or two He played games. one. His first game, he, he did nothing. He literally, I think he didn't touch the ball until three-quarter time. Yep. Came back on the weekend, had 10 t- touches, tagged a little bit, and was yep. one of their most influential players. The benefit of those bigger, playing against the bigger bodies is what I reckon you see there with a Nick Martin, mm. Saligo, yeah. Owen. Yep. So you, you, could, you, can see, you can see when the game starts slowing down for them. Yep. And yep. Nick Martin was first five minutes of round one. The yeah. game was slowing down for him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all—it's also really interesting when you speak to the greats of the game, like Jonathan Brown, Nick Rewaltz. I'm just—I'm misquoting a little bit here, but when you ask them about, or you heard them speak about their first ever game, some of them say they didn't even take have a kick, didn't mark it. And obviously, those days different—they sit on the bench. Yeah, for well, Cade Simpson didn't have a kick to his fourth game. Yeah, there you go, perfect case. Played 300 games, mm. so um, if players back get, then there was no fantasy, so there's no one. Uh, their yeah, votes. for sure. Um, but it's a great thing for the mature age selections. Um, but I can't see Nick Martin winning it. I don't think his profile is big enough than Nick Dacos. So I think it'll be too of an out there selection to give it to a guy who's who got SPP didn't even get drafted. Who got this week? <laughs> it was Geelong's Deconing. Yes. Yeah. Who has absolutely come? He's a he's lot. someone there too. And yeah. he he is. There's one thing I was speaking to it with friend of the pod Corey Galt today. Yep. There is one thing Geelong need to do. Mm. Leave him down back. Mm. None of this pinch hit ruck. Don't see him forward. You have a generational almost, a two, 200 centimetre yeah. agile intercepting key defender mm-hmm. that is being moulded by senior players around him. Yep. You look at some of the young teams, you look at an Adelaide, a North Melbourne, um, you even look at... What was the other example I had? Adelaide, North Melbourne. These key defenders, that big, that agile, are hard to come by. You leave him there. Do not move him. I'm going to have to disagree. No, hey, no. So the reason why I say this, only reason. He played, though, I'm talking Geelong Collingwood a few weeks ago. He was having a stinker. Early early games, all right, having a stinker. Guess what happened? Three-quarter time, they put him forward, and he influenced four contests that resulted in goals. What I'm saying is more for the personal development of the player, but do you sacrifice the personal development of the player in the game and you try to flip the magnets a bit to be more impactful and win the game? Well, it's like what Richmond did on Friday night, moving Gibkes forward. Absolutely. So if you're in the moment to win the game and And there's something structurally... And they cop the fat L. Well, Gibkes went forward and she did a couple of really nice things. And kicked a massive goal. Really big goal. So so just because Gibkes did that little effort in the forward line 
doesn't mean he's going to play forward. Play forward. So, and I don't think you're killing the kid's confidence. If anything, actually giving him another bow on top of what he can already do. Um, he's a good player. He's a way. good player. But same sort of thing like you're speaking about. Uh, Jacob Wiedering early doors really struggled defensively, yeah. and they swung him forward a few bit, yeah, right. a little bit. Yeah. Didn't probably work. So each player's different. Um, Didn't he start as a forward? No, he was a key back, no, always, always a key, key back. back. But they swung him forward for a little bit. Yeah. Michael Hurley was pretty similar there as well. Man, he's he, he, se- he, he kicks seven as a key forward. Yeah, he could play. Um, but it's that oh, everyone's a little bit different. But um, yeah, there you go. Very good. Alrighty, we have got the NBA finals coming up. Finals decided today. Mm. Golden State will play Boston. Yep. Jimmy Buckets, that well, look, if they they had, played forty eight minutes, if they had have came back today, breath. insane. If they had have came back today, so they were down by eight with two minutes to go. It was two points with the ball. They were down two points with the ball, and oh, Jimmy, don't shoot it. Jimmy, don't shoot it. Shut he up. shoots it, and he, he bricked it too. It was almost, it was almost air. Yeah, he's had ring. a really good series though. And I if know, his confidence is up. I was, don't have an issue with him. He shot four threes in game six. He was running downhill with Horford backtracking. You had to drive, um, but hey, Boston won it, so you got to give them credit, and you got to talk about Boston here right now. What do we reckon the score? What's our pick? Well, firstly, I'm over the moon that Boston won the series. Just from a finals entertainment standpoint, we can think we could all agree. Miami did not have the firepower to be able to hold a we'll Golden State to them. run. We'll talk about them in a minute. My prediction, I think it's going to be 4-2 Warriors. Yep. Yeah, that's that. Well, exactly, you've that taken was it. I was out of my mouth. Warriors and yeah. six wouldn't be surprised if we have a Warriors and five scenario. Yeah, they are flying extra yep. days rest. Yep, yep. Even though they don't need the rest, because Boston have got the dog in them though. Yep, and I think so that'll is, come out in the finals. So, I think yeah. Marcus Smart might be able to do a little bit of a job in a couple games well, this against is, Steph. This is my thing. So, please, but other what, than that, it's what, yeah, game. What has six. been my knock on Steph Curry? Finals MVP. Finals. His appearances in finals. And what's oh. always happened has been yes. he's been irrelevant almost. He's been I think he averaged twenty four points in this spot in the series against who they're playing oh against Dallas. And in all due respect, Frank Nilakina, whatever his name is, nice defender, but let's be real. He's coming it's Steph Curry. Steph Curry is coming up against the probably the best defensive guard in the NBA for the last handful of seasons in Marcus Smart. I'd say it's Drew Holiday, but yeah, go on. Yep, like for like. Um and they're gonna make they're going to make his life really, really difficult. So if Steph Curry has a quiet night, they're relying on a Clay Thompson, which is fine. He's done it before. But then Clay, uh, Clay, Jordan Poole's been really average these playoffs, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Can you rely on him? Apart from the first round. Yep. Can you rely on him? Bit of a question. No, mark. I'm telling you right now, if Smart, Boston, if Smart yeah. and Boston can't get a handle on Steph, yep. he'll average 35 because oh, he will. He'll, he just wants a finals 100%. MVP. Um, and I honestly believe Boston series will come down to two things. Obviously, being able to lock away Steph Curry, like most teams try to do with Marcus Smart, but Jalen Brown. If Jalen Brown absolutely dominates, it yeah, has 25 Exactly plus, what I said last exactly week. Exactly right, spot on. Yeah. If he, it's all based on him. Jason Tatum's going to be able to get you a bucket, but it's your second best player in the finals, how much they can help the first player. So Curry should be fine, Tatum should be fine, but it's going to be down to Jalen Brown and fuck might be Clay Thompson. Yep. I'm not. I don't think I'm being stupid. I, I could honestly see the Celtics winning the finals. I really could. Do I think it happens? No, but I could see it happening. Agree? Disagree? Can you uh, see it happening? No, I honestly, I honestly can't. Like, oh, I don't want to knock them because they like. Let's let's be real. Their season 
apart from winning the Western Conference, was literally Dallas identical. Yep. Both teams were three or four games under 500 after about 35 games. Yep. Literally, we ended up with a 52 and 30 record. They ended up with a 50 and 32 record. Yep. We both knocked off. They knocked off the Bucks. We knocked off the Suns. It's it's almost identical. It's almost scary. But mm. then they just got through the heat. I honestly just think we we I think we might see just the the Dallas of Boston come out against Golden State. Golden State just too good, and I guess what they're better at than Dallas were is defense. They are literally first or second defense in the league. Um, but gee whiz, you like you gotta you gotta be hitting. Every night, as we saw Dallas versus Golden State. They've got to be hitting every night. This is the thing. I don't think people... I honestly believe they're overvaluing Golden State. I don't think Golden State is the Golden State from a couple of years ago. They're clearly not with Kevin Durant. But this is a team that... They're also not playing the Cavs. But they're not... they, They had struggles against Memphis. Right, let's not forget about that. Yep. So Memphis was a young... Oh, Boston can beat them. But not over seven games. And the thing is, I Dill's probably going to strongly disagree with me here. I think um, Boston are a better team than Dallas. Purely from Dallas got obviously got the better player, but who's the better team? Boston. So Jason Tatum is better than Luca. If you put Luca on that team instead of Jason Tatum, with the win. Oh, seven, absolutely. Seven straight finals. But <laughs> like Marcus Smart can get hot. You could get Jalen Brown. You got Al Horford. You got Robert Williams. You got. There's a few different ways that the Celtics can beat the Warriors. Um, like the Warriors just essentially just played zone against Dallas all series to enforce pretty much Luca the passing lanes etc. We spoke about it last pod, but I could see, oh, I could see, I could see it being one all boys. I could see it being one all in in um, Golden State. I can see it happening. So, but the thing I just don't understand is Boston. How how do you not lock away Game Six, but then? Consistently win on the road, but you can't win at home. It's the strange, isn't conference it? like, finals was very strange. Yeah, very very weird. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited to see Jason Tatum trying to live up to his leg. Well, trying to live up to what he should be the next coming of Paul Pierce. The next coming of Paul Pierce. Yeah, that's what they're saying in he's Boston. He's extremely close for me the way he plays to Kobe. Oh yeah, yeah. when oh, you watch him, absolutely, he's a bit of a killer. So and when he wore that armband today, I was like, oh, oh geez, goodness. here we go. Um, so four two. That's what we think. Who's finals MVP? Four uh, two and Steph. Well, I'm giving it to Golden State, and I think no matter what happens, we'll go to Steph. It will be a makeup. Um, honestly, like you could see in some world that Draymond could get top votes in some MVP, like for some games, like mm. really locking up Tatum. But no, it's Steph. It's Steph. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, that's it on that one. Do you think? Do you think Draymond, got, Draymond goes to goes to Tatum? I reckon it's probably Andrew Wiggins after his effort on Luca. Mm. Do I like Draymond at all? Oh, no. 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 I really, like, the more I think of it, the more I speak about it. I don't think it's that far far, far gone a conclusion that um, Golden State win this comfortably, like everyone's sort of saying it is. Steph hasn't rocked up in the finals before. Kevin Durant's not playing for him anymore, relying on Jordan Poole, a handful of other role players. Boston's, you know, maybe got a couple more avenues to shut down the Warriors. Who knows? Who knows? We'll see how we go. Um... Real quick, we won't talk about them for very long, but the Miami Heat, do they have concerns heading into next season? Jimmy Butler will turn 33 on 35 I... mil. Kyle Lowry will turn late 30s on 28 mil. Duncan Robinson was played off the floor until they brought him on uh, late in this series just to chuck up some stuff when they were down 30. 
Um, Hero extension inbound. He's still only on $5 million a year. Are they in a bit of trouble here? Mm, their Bam, core, their core is... As much as we thought he would. Their core is older. Older, yep. Miss Older. Older. <laughs> uh, it's a tough one. They're one of those teams that won't go away, but they almost need one more player. Yeah, but it's of a, one more player one of more player. a Victor Oladipo. certain caliber. <laughs> so, well, Victor how Oladipo, many, how many more fantastic, one, wasn't he? plays the defense that he Kobe, can and say, actually start scoring? I'm not trying to pick a fight with you, Cobes. Never would, never will. But how can they? Well, you didn't kiss me on the weekend. That's true. <laughs> how can they be one more player away when you name their top five right now? Is Bam, Jimmy, Lowry, four all stars uh, on that list. Tyler Hero, six man of the year. Because how, Kyle, how else can you get better than that? Other than Jimmy, who is so then, uh, so then he's a, are they in trouble? The answer who, is other yes. than Jimmy, who is a player that can create his own shot. The answer is they're in trouble. Plain as Max Struess. Two things played well though. Played well. Yeah. You can't say you can't be deemed a really really top end echelon team if a bench player. Misses out a game and your whole offense falls to shit. Your whole offense falls to shit. Tyler Hero. I feel like we got some Miami deja vu here where you were like loving them. Oh, I do love them. Yeah. I, st- I loved them absolutely. But you're in trouble as an organization if you're relying on a bench player to run yeah. your offense. So, um, another thing as well, the last few. <laughs> you blokes fucking laughing. No, it's. Uh, yeah. Okay. We're good. You're good. Okay. No worries. Um, you think about. The recent champions of years past, there's always been someone on that roster, a top player, who's been in his prime or just about to enter his prime. You look at Miami, Butler, you could probably say he's at the back end of his prime. Oh, definitely at the back end. Like, Kyle we Lowry, know we, know, we know he's playoff Jimmy, but he's definitely at the back end. Well, you look at this why a little bit more up and about on the Celtics. You've got Tatum entering his prime now. Brown entering his prime now. Warriors... Steph's tail end of prime, Clay back end. So, Heat. Oh, fuck. I said it. I said it probably almost a month and a half ago that they didn't have the firepower to get all the way to the finals. Yep. Yep. But credit to them, they got to a game seven in one of the weirdest Eastern Conference finals I think we'll see for a while. Yeah, Just, was there? Today was the closest game of the series, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah very, very strange. Mm. But Very mm. good. Got an interesting final series coming up. We do, we do. We have some late mail. Oh, late mail from Benjamin Palmier. Your that mate. mug. That mug. Um, his first question. So I'll, I'll, this is his second question, but I'll answer it. I'll say it now because we've answered it. Will Monaco be on the calendar in the future? Uh, potentially not. Last year of their contract as well, yep. which hasn't not, been signed. Especially next if year. there's no, you know, thoughts to try to get a better track. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the next one is now that Perez is in the fight for the championship. Will Wedhead Pool still favour Max? Constantly get Checo to move over for him. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, they've, yeah uh, they're, have they're brutal. Yeah. If if that wasn't, they. It's also much a Red Bull thing made, either. It's a Christian Horner thing, and yeah. he loves Max. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And at the end of the day, I don't. There's so you look at look at the top flight teams. I reckon the or the top tier sort of teams. I reckon the only place that Perez could go. And if he wants to win, have a chance, is probably like a McLaren. Mm. You look at Bottas, love him, great driver. Not going to win nothing at Alpha. I, I really Alpha, do Alpha see... Alfa Romeo? Alfa Romeo, yeah. It yeah. really wouldn't surprise me if... So if Mercedes, Not going to win anything in Alfa Romeo. If Mercedes continue to struggle, 
and Lewis decides to leave Mercedes. Oh, sorry. Perez, yeah. Perez would. George Russell is that. You know, he pretty much fits the mold of a Mercedes driver. Wouldn't surprise me if Perez gets in there too. No, yeah, that's in if, that if, second seat. That's if we had a major fallout for sure. Yeah. Um, but right now, yeah, but Perez, I think they're going to tell him they're going to tell him to move over, and he's going to have replace. To do you can replace a Perez. Anything. Can you replace a Max? No, no of course Perez not. has been racing in the in F1 for almost ten years now, and he's just bounced around minnow teams, and he landed with Red Bull because they kind of struggled to find a second driver because everyone else knew that they weren't mm. going to be the top flight driver. Yeah. And Sergio went, well, this is my best chance to win races. I'll and jump in. He's got the taste for it now. He wants to win. But no, they'll tell him to move over. He's got no choice. Otherwise, go to... Uh, Checo's also 32, 33-ish. Yep. yep. So, And then the last question before the quiz. He sent in three. Thoughts on eating baked beans straight out of the can? Oh, yes. Absolutely. When, when, I, was, when I was younger, yes. I don't do it recently. You know what is one of the... Obviously, because I'm about to... It's links together. One of the most underrated... Cheese toasties is a baked bean and cheese toasty. Couldn't agree more. Fantastic. Great. Put it there. Let me feel your hand again. Let me feel Beautiful. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm, what are you a cheese toasty man? Do you? Oh wait. Do you like baked beans? No, I don't like. Oh, <laughs> and that's probably that's probably yeah. why our bowels are no good deal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that probably yeah. explains a lot. Well, that's. Don't like baked beans. Although I do have three cans of spaghetti in there. So. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. That's, you, that's a cousin. Will you make a spaghetti and cheese toasty? Oh. Absolutely, do I've made cheese toasties with noodles? Yeah, but that's not <laughs> with me growing noodles. That's not crazy either, though. No, <laughs> I just pulled the finger at the cat for no reason. Anyway, that's the content for the day. Uh, thank you for the people's voice once again. She's not happy. We have a quiz. Sorry we that we didn't have a quiz last week. Zoom was a bit, you know. So, go quiz. I, I've taken over the uh, quiz for a little period of time, and I'm pr- I'm just going to say oh, right you're just here announcing right now. that yourself. Yeah, right? and that's, gonna, that's good. At least it's on him now. Yeah, and good. now I'm going to take it for a couple of weeks. Did you hear him as he's doing it? He's sitting here at the table doing his art. Oh, a bit of work goes into this. <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> off. Sir, you hey, guess what? Guess what, Dil? Oh, you can say whatever you want before the pod yeah. when the mics are off. No, no, all I'm going to say is that at least I do the quiz before the pod actually starts, Dylan. Unlike some who actually do it during the pod. Shit, Cole. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're going to play a little bit of a game. Although, if he was to do it, it's a bit hard to talk and do the, pod, uh, do the is, quiz yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm just going to, gentlemen... You're not on a good streak with quizzes either. You need to win this. Yeah. I did the quiz. I did the quiz last week. Stay with us still. Yeah, I mean like since you... Not last week, a couple of weeks ago, yeah. But we're playing an episode of Who Am I? Okay. All right. (sighs) But the theme is icons. Okay. All right, and it will be this for a little period of time. Okay. All right. And we're going to stick, and I'll keep it nice and easy for you. Football. AFL. Australian rules football. Australian rules football. Not Gaelic. I'm going to go through and drip feed certain uh, facts on these individuals. Yep. And Drip feed them straight into my veins. Yep. All right. So I've only got four. <laughs> a lot of work went into the uh, analysis on each of these players. Only got four. Hope. What if it ends up at two-two? That's why the last one is we worth fight four to points. The, we fight to the death. Are we ready? Mm, I reckon I could get you. Yeah, you do actually. Yeah. Hey, I actually pushed Dill off his line on Saturday. Did no, you really? I did. No, I dominated. Did. No, you... Yeah. I'm. I'm the OL here. Answering. I'm wow. the fucking that, OL. No, it was pre-game, and I moved him like I was moving Maggie. <laughs> wow. Are we ready? You are. All right. Oh, we got buzzers? Yeah. Your um, beard is looking very sharp. You look you. like a bloody cartoon villain. Thank you. I am a villain. <laughs> he All is right. actually a villain. I am a villain. We're going to go with um, Dildard. 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 And Fuckstick. Fuckstick. Oh, what a surprise. <laughs> so let's just test him out for us, please. Dildard. Fuckstick. Thank you. Sounds really good coming from you, guys. Fuckstick. <laughs> I was drafted pick 19 of the 2002 rookie draft. From West Perth and landed at West Coast. Dildard. 
Dean Cox. Incorrect. No, he's from East Perth, you flog. Sorry. I'm 100 and... Oh, and how this is going to work, I've just decided this on the run. Hang on, hang on, hang on. What? What? Our people were listening. I can't just be stopping the quiz for you. Well, can All you right. explain what you were about to explain? No, I've, I've cancelled it because Kobe gave too much silence. I'm 192 centimetres and 103 kilos. Fuck stick. Quentin Lynch. Correct. Wow. Fantastic. Wow. Look, he was my boy. All right. I'll go used to take that glove off and you can see his pinky pointing at well, 90 this degrees. Is the thing. This is the thing, Kobe. Just Next time, I'm not going to give you any time because I'm going to read out the rest of these little stats here. 192 centimetres, 103 kegs. Played 209 games for West Coast, 281 goals. However, finished my career at which club? Collingwood. Collingwood. 18 games, 9 goals. Can I say something? Mm. I'm going to say something. It was Q-Stick for Sharrod. Yep. Right? Q-Stick went from 21 at West Coast to yep. 21 at Collingwood. Yep. Sharrod went from 21 at Collingwood to number 12 at the Eagles. And one of those picks... Don't say that very often. And one of those picks were used up for... Brody Grundy. <clears throat> Next one. <laughs> I was drafted in 1995 and I landed at Melbourne. Fuck me, Hayden. I'm 174 centimetres and 80 kilos. This is all thanks to Wikipedia, by the way. Fuck stick. You've known it I already. I played 118 Fuck games stick. for... Who? Jeff Farmer. Like, the whole point of this is so I can read it out to you. Make them hard. All right, so I went two easy ones. I went a couple of easy ones. All right, let me go a little bit more. Yeah, well, you didn't expect me to know the wizard? How do you know it's the on. fucking wizard when I said Melbourne? Prick. I didn't even get to go through his goal of the years. Prick. Prick. Right, this, this one. Now you can go fuck yourself on this one. <laughs> I was drafted pick 23 in the 2000 rookie draft by St Kilda. I was the four-time leading goal kicker for St Kilda in 2002, 2010, 2011 and 12. I was a two-time All-Australian, 2011, 2012. And also a two-time pre-season Premiership Cup player in 04 and 08 with the Mighty Saints. I played 275 games and kicked 574 goals. I have a lisp. Do it up. Yes. <laughs> is it Stephen Mill? <laughs> Absolutely it is. The tip rat. <laughs> the tip rat. <laughs> All right. So what's it was this? Just, that was, you know what was pretty crazy about the gap between the goal kickers? Yeah, it was like how incredible. He went, like seven years without it and then went yeah. bang. Ross he the won. Boss. Bit of Mark Lacroix-esque. Bit, of a, bit nice here. Won the leading goal kicking for the St. Kilda in 2002. Mm-hmm. Second year on the list. Wow. Pretty incredible. Impressive. Yeah. Yep. You know, I was going in between Milne and Justin Kaczynski. Interesting. Mm. All right. This next one is going to be the final one, and it's worth five points. Oh. All right. So I'm going to do seven Good players use. on different sports. All right. I thought I'm just going to do four, and we'll see how it goes. I was drafted with pick 25 in 1995 to Hawthorne. Mm-hmm. I played 149 games at the Hawks and missed out by one game of life membership. Fuming. Also kicked 159 goals in my 149 games at Hawthorne. Incredible. I won the best and fairest at Hawthorne in 2000 and was their leading goal kicker in 2002. Unbelievable. But the greatest thing about the 2002 <laughs> goal kicking deal, do you want to know the greatest thing about that year? Yes, please. In the pre-season, my left ring finger was amputated due to chronic dislocations. Fuckstick. Who was it? That's my boy. Who's your boy? <laughs> Daniel Chick. Daniel Chick, very good. <laughs> Oh, Don't man. quiz me about early 2000s Eagles <laughs> Fantastic That is true because that's his bread and butter yep. But he played 150 games for the Hawks No, 149 149 Yes, yes Fuck He did 
Did so, he really play more games with Hawthorne than the Eagles? Yep. Next bit, because you buzzed, you buzzed only, in early. I only remember him at the Eagles. I was young, but... Yep. Oh, the thing that got me, best and fairest and leading goal kicker. No idea about that. Unbelievable. Uh, Trade to the West Coast in 03, so the year after he was the goal kicker for Hawthorne. 103 games, 51 goals, and then uh, just a nice little finish here, Dill. In 2006 Premiership, one of the four Premierships West Coast have won, and like more than Fremantle, I think. But um, <laughs> it was the man who allowed Adam Hunter to yes. kick the winning what a goal. Shepherd. What fantastic. a shepherd. You know what, just quickly, just on Premiership still, while we're talking about it, because we lose by 100 points now, so we may as well bask in the glory of the good times. And you know what? People are going to hate it. I'm cool with losing by 100. I'm chilling. When people people think Eagles Premierships, they think Dom Sheed goal. Oscar Allen comes back, we win on the weekends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like Dom Sheed goal, they think, like, Chris Judd 05, Norm Smith medal. They think Travis Gasper. 05, centre forward. Who the fuck's Travis Gasper? Brother of Darren. Yeah, but then people think about Fremantle and they go, oh, Nathan Five being una- unable to kick on goal and losing the 2013 Grand Final. Jeez, this is coming out of nowhere. Yeah, I know. It's what is real going on? Nah, I just wanted to go rogue. It's, because, anyway. it's because I didn't get, let him get all these facts out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I need to yeah. get my bit in. So we'll continue with that for a little bit more little bit more, and I'll go into some different topics. Good to be back. Yeah, well, you won't beat me at that. As long as it's footy, I'll be no, fine. Yeah, early, no, as soon as it turns into cricket, I'm buggered. <laughs> we know what's next. See you, everyone. Bye. Woo!